0: Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are super excited. We have... uh, Lori's new best friend. Yeah, (laughs) no, we've got a best-selling author with us, Chris Bajalian, and his latest book. And you've... Written is this like your
1: twenty first book, Chris? This is my twentieth book. Yes, indeed. It's a pleasure to speak with you both. Oh, thank you
0: so so much! And the book is called The Flight Attendant. And I tweeted at you. Nobody ever tweets back, Chris. So we
2: love your manners.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've got amazing Twitter manners. But your book, The Flight Attendant, was just—I mean, I read it in two days. Julia listened to it in like two days, and. Just really give everyone the setup, because we want a lot of people here to read this book.
1: Sure. The flight attendant was born in a bar. I was at a bar in New York City. I had just flown from Armenia to New York City, and three threads came together alchemically. The beauty of all that booze, and I will never glamorize alcohol. I come from a family with alcoholics on both sides, but... John, that bar was beautiful yes yeah. okay. the miracle of aviation the fact that I had breakfast in Armenia and I'm having dinner in New York City and Russia I'd flown through Moscow so basically here was my idea for a book and I asked the bartender for all the scrap paper we had and wrote the first three pages and alcoholic hot mess of a flight attendant <laughs> picks up the passenger on a flight to Dubai Wakes up the next morning with the mother of all hangovers in his hotel room. Rolls over in bed and sees he's dead. I know
0: it. It's so. It's so good. It's so good. So we know from you know um, your other books that you do research once you do get like a story idea. So did you talk to a lot of flight attendants because you don't see a lot of books that. You know, are anything about flight attendants. I mean, I remember reading Coffee, Tea, or Me, and you just kind of have these sort of, like, uh, glamorized or funny ideas about it. But, like, I wonder if you did talk to some flight attendants.
1: Oh, my gosh. I talked to a lot. You did. Of flight attendants. And the stories they told me about passenger misbehavior... Are astonishing. Here are the numbers, and these are just the numbers from my research. The real numbers are a thousand times bigger Mm -hmm. Um, number of passengers who tried to climb over the beverage carts to get to the lavatory. Five. Number of A list celebrities who told flight attendants never to look them in the eye. Four. um, Number of naked passengers. Flight attendants had to wrestle with at thirty-five thousand feet. Three and number of flights that had to make emergency landings because of in-flight passenger fighting. One time because of flatulence. Two.
0: Oh my god! Oh my gosh. Un- un- unbelievable! And your book is very, you know, t- so twisty, so twisty. And I'm wondering, you know, did you uh, did you have that ending in mind when you scribbled out those three pages on the napkin?
1: No. No. Okay. okay. I, I mean, when I write a book I never have an outline. All right. And E.L. Doctoro says it's driving at the night driving at night with headlights on, you can only see two hundred feet ahead of you, mm-hmm. but you have to have the faith eventually you will get where you're going. Yeah.
2: Well It's amazing it, and you know, you Cassie, you know, you feel like you get into her mind really well.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love Cassie, my flight attendant. She's such a mess. She's, she's a, a mess. Wound, she's that wounded bird that flies into your living room window, dusts off her wings, and flies into the window the exact same day. I love her so much. Now,
0: Chris, you do, and I agree with you, Julia. I mean, like, oh. you really... I. I didn't know, and I never look at the back of the book jacket. No. I didn't know if you were a man or a woman. I wanted to wait until the I. end of the book. Neither did I. You know, because you could look at the jacket and see, but I just kind of had it in my mind that Chris was a woman, that you were a woman. Thank you. Yeah, my thank favorite
1: you. review I've ever gotten was from Midwives back in 1996, and the review ended. An added benefit of this novel is the candor and the honesty with which Chris Bojallian writes about her experiences in labor and what it must have been like for her to give birth. Oh, uh, I that love that. That is
0: amazing. Now, Chris, you've had, so your, your novels, Secrets of Eden, Midwives, and Pass, Pass the Bleachers have all been made into movies. But when I tweeted you about the flight attendant and how great it was and you tweeted me back, um, you, you shared with me some TV news about the flight attendant. I'd love you to share it with us.
1: Oh, I am so excited about this. Um, When I'm writing a book, I don't normally think about who's going to be in it if it ever becomes a movie. Yes, But I can actually tell you this time who will play my alcoholic hot mess of a flight attendant, and it's utterly perfect. The Flight Attendant will be a limited TV series like The Handmaid's Tale or Big Little Lies starring... Um, and she's so perfect. The Big Bang Theory's own Kaylee Cuoco, well, or as we
0: like to call her, Kelly. Kelly Cuckoo is what we called her once on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. We got so excited to see her. But I agree, she's the right age. I can see she must. Did she? She optioned it. Did she option this book?
1: She fell in love with Cassie Bowden and said, so "I have got to play this woman." Last September, when she. Um, read an advanced copy of it, and now it is set up with Warner Brothers television to make the series. And Cassie's per I mean, she's per Kaylee is perfect. You know, for the last 11 years, she's always been the smartest woman in a room full of physicists. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, Isn't that it,
0: something? It, it really is going to be uh, fun for her, and I like the idea of the flight attendant. I feel like the... The book will be, uh, It's. I like it better as a limited TV series, like A Big Little Eyes. Because or, or, there's or, a
2: lot to explore. I don't know that you could tell the story in a movie.
1: Yeah. Well, I love what you said about it being twisty. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the perfect adjective for this book. I hope it is twisty because, you know, you've got Russian espionage, you've got assassins, you've got... Um, all of the weirdness of being a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so much of the book is about following the money in Ukraine and mm-hmm. Syria and Dubai. A day doesn't go by where I don't say, thank you, Paul Manafort. Right, thank I you. know.
0: <laughs> and also, the other thing that... Um, I do think, like, okay, if you were a single flight attendant and you were high enough up and you' got to fly these international flights, I mean, I would have a blast. It would be a lot of fun to be able to do mm-hmm. that and not have any responsibilities like a husband or children you know at home, even though she's got the problem with alcohol, but still yep. Yep. it's yep. it's still you know going to Rome, yeah. and it was really you know some of the locations that. The book uh, The Flight Attendant takes place in are very intriguing. They're very intriguing. So, Chris, if you're
2: just joining us, we're talking about um, Chris B- Bajalian. Bajalian's uh, paperback thriller, um, The Flight Attendant, that Lori and I just couldn't put down. It's so much fun. It's such a great book to read, and it just came out in March. Um, People have bought this with A Room with a View and The Wife Between Us, which we had both those authors on our show recently. Woman in the Window. Woman in the Window. Yes, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. So are are your other books thrillers? Is this your genre kind of? No.
1: No. My goal in life is never to write the same book I've written thrillers. I mean, I think The Guest Room, about the world's worst bachelor party, and human transsexual slavery is a bit of a thriller. Certainly The Sleepwalker, um, about a woman who disappears... While sleepwalking is a bit of a thriller, but I've also written novels about one German family's complicity in the Holocaust, skeletons at the feast, the Armenian genocide, the sandcastle girls, and I'll probably be known best always for midwives, midwives. a courtroom drama about a woman on trial for manslaughter after a home birth goes wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh. Chris. We don't know how we have um, missed you, missed uh, your books. Although I do feel like uh, a couple of your books we have read because you've been a prolific writer for a long time now.
1: Yeah, this is my twentieth twentieth book. I've been publishing, you know, since nineteen. 19- my first novel was published in the Mesozoic era of nineteen eighty nine when I was twenty
0: seven. Oh my that's god, that's a really good year. Did you? Um, <laughs> were you uh, sad about uh, hearing the news about Tom Wolfe?
1: Oh, I said, I yeah. loved Tom Wolfe's work. I loved his nonfiction and his fiction. I mean, everyone talks about the bonfire of the vanities, um, but I also loved A Man in Full. Mm-hmm. I loved I'm Charlotte Simmons. I mean, he wrote terrific fiction, too. Yeah, oh, really?
0: Okay. he really did. And uh, he did you ever meet him?
1: Did no, you? I never met him. um, um but I always hope when I'm wearing, I, I always appear in black suits. You do, and I and I love the way he always appeared in white, white suits. And after he died, I remember thinking to myself, "Man, I wish I could rock a black suit the way he rocked a white suit." Oh no,
0: kidding! No, kidding. All right, All so, right, so we- cri- wait, Chris, but do you know when the TV show, uh, the TV version of the flight attendant, will be coming to the screen? Is it 2019? I think.
1: If I were a betting man, I would bet either late 2019 or early 2020. Okay. A lot will depend on Kaylee's schedule as she films her very last season of The Big Bang Theory. That's All right. True. All so right.
2: we have to ask you, uh, Chris, the question we ask everyone, every author. What's the last great book you read?
1: The last great book I read is the jaw-droppingly unbelievably good first novel and not just a jaw-droppingly good first novel but a great novel from anyone my absolute darling by gabriel Talland. this book destroyed me it's about a 14 year old girl her beast of a father their collection of six hours and knives and her unbelievable will to live
2: Wow. My absolute darling. Chris. My
1: absolute darling. You should
0: have like a radio show where you interview other authors or something. You're so good.
1: Oh well, the two of you are even better. <laughs> Thank
0: you, honey.
2: Well, we you—we're glad that we're going to be best friends from here moving forward. Yeah,
0: and we're—we're we're so glad to discover you as an author. I'm gonna—we're uh, gonna check out the guest room and the sleepwalker. But if people are looking for a great book to read this summer, very twisty, very suspenseful, didn't have an idea to the last page, and I just like, oh, we just cl- we're like, what? Anyway, the flight attendant, so good. And thank you for uh, taking the time to chat with us today. Really appreciate it.
1: Oh, my best to everyone in the great, great state of Minnesota and the Twin Cities. I I guess some of the best bookstores and readers in the world. That's so true. Thank you. you. Listen,
0: we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak.